Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Kylie Camps, owner of the kind parenting company, wife, proud mom of twin boys, and happiness advocate. This podcast is a place for women who want more from life. It's your time to cultivate more self-care, compassion, happiness, love, and confidence. Let's have real conversations to help you feel better, choose better, and live your best life. Welcome to episode number 15. I'm really excited to record this podcast episode for you. I am a little worried though that there may be some background sound that you might hear throughout this episode purely because we live in an area where new homes are being built and I am finding it really hard to find windows of time that are really, really silent. So forgive me if you do hear sound in the background, but Hopefully it doesn't take away from the podcast and sometimes in life you just have to do your best and it might not be perfect, but it's better than nothing at all. So let's get into it. This podcast topic is all about balance. I feel like balance is a topic that all women can connect to, in particular women who are going through motherhood, because there is nothing quite like being responsible for a human life or two or three or four to completely shift your perspective and tilt every area of your life and push you into imbalance. Balance is a really hot topic, and I think it's something that can mean something slightly different to everyone. We all have our own different interpretation of what balance is. When I looked up the definition of balance, it states that it is even distribution of weight, enabling someone or something to remain upright and steady. So when you think of that definition, and perhaps when you even just say the word balance or hear it, you probably have an instant image of what balance is, even distribution. Perhaps it looks like a set of perfect scales, like the Libra star sign symbol, or perhaps you envision a pie chart with perfectly proportioned segments of a pie. And by definition, it states even distribution to keep us upright and steady. So no wonder we have that instant image of perfect proportions, perfect balance, you know, every area or every section just measured out perfectly. But I just don't think that that is realistic. I think that balance is something personal and you need to decide for yourself what balance is for you. It would be really, really hard to have every area in your life perfectly equal when you are a parent. In my opinion, I think that balance in motherhood and in parenthood in general really does need to be redefined and it needs to be pushed and pushed. The balance isn't necessarily about perfect proportions. Balance is so much more about focusing on what's most important to you, putting boundaries into place 
and allowing yourself to lean in and surrender to the imbalance. Because throughout different seasons of your life, particularly as a parent, there are going to be times when your kids just need you the most. And sure, it would be nice to look at your week and go, okay, I'm spending X amount of hours as mum and X amount of hours as a worker and X amount of hours as a friend. But you just can't always strive to have that equal division because when you have a teething baby, you need to lean way more into motherhood because they need you more. When you have a sick child, when your kid is being clingy, there are so many different times in motherhood, you know, particularly when you have a newborn, that pushing the message of balance being perfectly proportioned is just unrealistic and probably adds too much pressure to a new mum. So for me, I would like this podcast to be more about redefining what balance is for you right now, whatever the season, whatever stage of life you're in, whether you have little ones or you don't, whatever it is that you're up to, just taking a moment to think, okay, what does balance actually mean to me and what is most important to me? So one of the first things that you might like to do is to just sit down with a notepad and pen or just the notes section on your phone or your computer or however you best like to think and write things down and ask yourself right now, as you are today in this exact season, this exact moment of your life, what are the things that are most important and most relative to you right now? What are the things that are essential to your happiness So ask yourself, right now, am I all about being able to save so that I can travel or perhaps saving for a new home? Or am I perhaps right now deep in my studies because I'm at at a pinnacle point in my studies and I know that I need to really, really knuckle down? Or perhaps it's that you're climbing the corporate ladder or you're looking for a career change or you are entering motherhood or perhaps entering a new stage of motherhood like I am myself. Now that our boys are off at school, it feels like a whole new season. So that's a great opportunity to sit down and go, okay, what's most important? Let's jot it down, you know, pop it down in order. Because if you don't know what is most important or you don't have that clarity, it can be hard then to strike a feeling of balance. And when I say a feeling of balance, I think I'll explain that a little bit later in the podcast. But what I mean is you don't have to have perfect proportions to feel balanced. Now, if you have followed along on social media for a while, you will already know that Matt and I are both quite logical people and we do tend to be problem solvers. So once you have your list of things that are most important to you and be realistic with the list, you know, don't have a hundred things on that list. Look at it and think essentially what is most important essentially, what are my highest values right now? So perhaps from one to five things on that list would be realistic. And then I want you to commit to spending a whole week keeping a time log. Now, this is something that you might think is completely unnecessary if you are a new mum, or if you're not working or whatever your situation, you might go, oh, I don't really need to do that. But Keeping a time log, regardless of where you are in your life, is so eye-opening. I did this for the first time maybe four years ago, and it really blew my mind where my time was going. And it kind of, I guess, it brings a sense of clarity and ownership 
of where you spend your minutes and your hours and essentially where you're spending your life. So a time log is keeping a running note, a running document. You can do it on a computer, on a spreadsheet, if you're that way inclined, or if you're more like me and you just do it on a piece of paper and you just jot it down as you go, that is fine. But the most important thing is that you're completely transparent and honest with how you're spending your time. So writing down the time that you wake up, log the amount of sleep that you have the night before. And then what are you doing during your awake times? Do you spend, you know, an hour getting ready and then an hour driving to work and then you're at work for six hours. And when you're at work, how do you break down that time? What do you do for your lunch break? Then, you know, your commute on the way home, or perhaps if you've got little ones at home, just itemizing, you know, from 8am to 11am, we were out and about for nursery rhyme time or whatever it is, just write down exactly how you are spending all of your hours in a week. At the end of the week, when you have that info in front of you, you can sit down and really assess where your time goes, and then you can compare that to your list of your highest values. So say, for example, if you list out that one of your top values is that you want to save more money, but then when you look at your time log, you realize that you are out and about a lot that week and you're spending a fair amount of money because you're eating out maybe five out of the seven days or you're buying a coffee every single day or just little things like that, you can then sort of pull yourself back into a sense of balance because if your highest priority is saving but you're unaware of how you're spending, you're going to subconsciously feel that imbalance. And likewise, if one of your highest priorities is your relationship But then at the end of your week that you've mapped out your time, you realize you only have 30 minutes of quality time in a whole week. No wonder you're going to feel that strain of imbalance because again, how you're spending your time is not aligning with your truest values and your most important things. So I know for myself, I would have motherhood like parenting as a really high priority and I would expect that to reflect in my weekly log. But if I looked over it and realized I wasn't spending as much time as I would like to with the kids, or if I was spending way more working than I was with the kids, that would be a problem for me. And that would be something that I would have to recalibrate, particularly when they were younger. So I would frequently do these time logs just so that I had that intel, that actual evidence of how I was spending all of my time. With your list of priorities, you may also have on there socializing, so catching up with friends. But then when you look at your weekly breakdown, you might realize that in a whole week, you didn't see one single friend. So just having that knowledge is so empowering. Now, I wouldn't suggest that you try and get your social hours up to match another area of your life that's important, such as your work or parenting. But at least being aware of the fact that there's that extreme imbalance gives you the opportunity to introduce that into your life a little bit more. So what I'm saying is you don't need to spend 20 hours a week socializing, but if you realize that you're spending no time a week connecting with friends, just making a few minor adjustments to your weekly schedule or your daily habits can allow you to grasp the sense, that feeling of more balance. So you're not looking for the perfect measurements. You're not looking to have the exact same amount of hours or the exact same amount of effort, but you just want to feel 
a little more balanced. So you might be able to look at your week and realize that you spend eight hours a week commuting to work or three hours a week commuting to work. And during that time, you might decide that on a Monday or a Tuesday or pick a day or whatever it is, or maybe it's on the way home from work, you're going to make a little effort to try and connect with a friend for a phone call. So, you know, we all have those friends that we love in our lives and we feel like we know what's going on because perhaps we follow them on social media, but we don't have a chance to connect with them as frequently as we would like because work, life, motherhood, everything gets in the way. But maybe just reaching out to them and saying, hey, I'm really feeling like I'm missing you. Is there any chance on Tuesday at four o'clock you would be free and we can have a good chat while I'm driving? You know, obviously using your safe Bluetooth device, or perhaps you've realized when you've listed out your priorities that you really want to learn something new, but you have felt as though you don't have the time. And then you realize you've got all that commuting time. So for some of it, and I don't, I don't suggest filling it all, but for some of it, you might decide to start listening to an audiobook to learn another language or an audiobook on the topic that you want to study. There are, time, there are ways, if you get clever, that you can get more into your week when you know where your time goes. Just like for myself, I realized that I was exercising most days a week and I love that. I enjoy it but I was feeling a little imbalanced with catching up with friends. So now once a week, I try and make a gym session or a walk social. So rather than it being about the sweat and about um, the actual working out, you know, that's a part of it, but it's more about connection. So I'll go for a power walk to grab a coffee with a friend or have a friend come to the gym and my workout won't be as effective because we're talking, but it's still getting both done if that makes sense. So you can get clever with your scheduling when you know exactly where you're spending your time. And again, just on time, also bringing awareness to how you are actually spending those minutes when you're doing that activity. So you might realize that you're parenting for X amount of hours a week or whatever it is, it feels like infinity, but are you actually really, really there in the moment or are you feeling too pulled? Are you multitasking either physically or are you multitasking mentally and doing too much at once? So making sure that you do have quality time is really, really helpful and it makes you feel like you're there more in the moment. And again, it just brings that sense of balance because you can immerse yourself into that one area of your life. Balance is just one of those things that is just so completely personal because we all do have our own unique list of values and highest priorities and also our own unique situations. I have friends who have much more balance on paper, but if we look at all the facts, they also have so much more help. So we we can't ignore that. And it's important that you're not comparing what your version of balance is to someone else's. So you might look at someone who you admire on social media and their idea of balance is they go away with their partner every single weekend because they have grandparents who can have their kids and that's amazing for them. But that might not be an option for you. I know it certainly was never an option for me. So balance for Matt and I in the early days was really about ensuring that we had a great routine for the kids so that they would go to bed each night and we would have those hours to connect and to actually be really present and enjoy each other because our relationship was and is so important to us. So we all have our own 
our own version of what balance is and it looks different based on our values but also on our circumstances. So I always say just stay in your own lane and just focus on what you're doing and what you need. Don't worry too much about people who are saying that you know you have to do everything because it's just not true. You don't need to do everything. You just need to do the things that are most important to you right now. And sometimes the only way you can achieve that is by getting clever with your weekly schedule and also implementing boundaries. So that might look like saying no to extracurricular activities for the kids on weekends because you need to protect your downtime. Or it might look like saying no to a promotion at work because right now you need to have time to focus on your family or to focus on other areas of your life. I read a quote recently that said, balance means making choices and enjoying those choices. And I do think that balance can be a choice to a certain extent, but there are also times in your life when you just need to really surrender to the fact that you are going to be imbalanced on paper, that there are times in your life when you just need to let go of trying to do too much and focus on what is essential. And when it comes to what is essential, it's also really important that you are prioritizing your basic health needs, that you are prioritizing your sleep and also your nutrition, because if you're not getting enough sleep, you're going to feel frazzled regardless of the balance that you could strike within your own personal life. And if you're not eating enough or you're not eating um, adequate nutritious meals, you're also going to feel those effects of being lethargic, being grumpy, not having enough energy and so on and so forth that will affect your mental state as well. One thing that I am really big on, and it will be no surprise to you if you've listened to other podcasts or follow on Instagram, I'm really big on self-care. And that's one thing that I think if you can include some acts of self-care every single day, it really does help you to feel balanced. And again, those self-care acts look different at different times of your life. So if you have a newborn, your act of self-care could just be having a cup of tea completely on your own outside, or as your little ones get older, an act of self-care could be a weekend away with friends. It changes, it ebbs and it flows, and it doesn't have to be one thing or the other, but you do have to get in little habits that look after yourself because again, otherwise you slide into that imbalance of caring for everyone else, but not yourself. So prioritizing sleep, prioritizing health and wellness, some self-care, and also creating white space for yourself, which is just time where you can just be, where you don't have to worry about multitasking. And again, you can create those windows for yourself once you know exactly where you spend all of your time. And also once your little ones are sleeping through the night, that makes life so much easier, which if you need any help with that, definitely check out our kind parenting company programs. We are all about sleep. But basically in closing, all I wanted to get across for this short, sharp episode is that balance is personal. And there are times in your life when you just cannot have every single area perfectly equal in order to feel steady and you need to be okay with that. And you do have the power to assess what is most important to you and to prioritize that. And sometimes balance needs boundaries. Another definition that I found of balance stated equal or correct proportions. I want you to 
cling on to that definition because equal or, or is the big one, correct proportions. Working out what are the correct proportions for you right now, where you are in your life is going to empower you to feel as though balance is within your reach because no longer are you going to think of balance as having every single area of life perfectly mapped out and perfectly equal. You're going to think of balance as the right proportions of things for yourself, the right proportions of what you need in your life right now. And just remember, do not compare your version of balance to anyone else. We're all running our own race and that's how it should be. So don't try and keep up with anyone because that's their perfect idea of balance. You just do you. And at each season of your life, there is a chance to redefine what balance looks like for you. And it's always evolving. So I hope that this short little episode has made sense for you. And I hope it empowers you to look at how you're spending your time and also identify what are the most important things in your life and make sure your actions and your time is being spent to honor those. I really appreciate you listening to this podcast. As always, my most favorite thing is if you take a screenshot and share with me where you are, what you're up to whilst listening to the podcast and make sure you tag me at Kylie Camps. I really look forward to it and I will be here to chat with you soon. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.